Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. This is Marisela Morales with Everything Stay at Home Mom, the blog and the podcast. And with me today is Claudia Lee. How are you? Good. How are you? It's good to have you back. <laughs> have me back? Oh, that's right. You did a show um, last <laughs> I week. I did a show without you. It wasn't the same. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I'm so glad we were able to do that, though. Um, we're able to have fun guests that we can host the show with and not necessarily have both of us on it. Yeah. Really fun. Um, so today's show, we thought we'd bring to you some fun, favorite, ethnic kitchen tricks and tips. The tricks and tips, you could probably use it for any kind of recipe, um, but we chose to kind of address the topic through some of our own favorite ethnic recipes. So, yeah, that's what we're going to be talking to you about today. Um, why don't you start off, Claudia, with some of yours? Okay, well, I think um, <clears throat> I have a little theme going here, and it's an ingredient that I really like, and they're called um, Hatch New Mexico Peppers. And um, it, Yeah, no, I may not. Sorry about that. Um and so these are, there's this wonderful place in New Mexico called Hatch, and um, these are long green chilies, and if you can't get them in your area, your store will probably carry something called Anaheim peppers from California, and I know they carry those all the way to the East Coast. Um, mm-hmm. So you can use those, but it's not the same. If you can get Hatch New Mexico peppers, they have like this extra smokiness, that's the only way I can describe it, that comes out when you cook it especially if you um. fire roast them. Yeah, so it's just a really a big treasure. And they're cheap, and if you're in the Southwest, um, usually you can take them to your local grocer, and um, they'll um, grill them for you. They'll fire roast them for you. But if you're not and you don't have that, um, you can just put them on your grill. And um, so my little tip was you put them on the grill, and you keep turning them. You know, Every few minutes you turn them just so that um, they get blackened on all sides. And, of course, you wash yeah. them first, you dry them, and you poke with a fork. You poke a couple holes in each one of them so they don't explode on you on the grill. And then um, oh. you have the high. Yeah. I think I've had them explode on me before. Not on the grill, but I've yeah. done it in the stove. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you could do it inside on a comal, which since we're talking about mm-hmm. ethnic, you know, foods. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a what's a coman? Like how do you describe it? Hmm, it's kind of like a griddle. Yeah, like yeah, a an iron wrought iron griddle. Yes. Okay. So just a cast iron, right? A griddle. Yes. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. It's oh, not like a fence. Call it a I don't know. I don't know what it is. Um. So anyway, you could do that. You could do it like that inside. Except the problem is all the smokiness. And um, it fills up, you know, you don't want all that smokiness unless you have to have it. So that's why the grill's really handy outside. You can do that. And so while you're preheating the grill, we like to make Apache steak sandwiches. That's what we call them with it. Well, not we call them. That's what the Apaches call them. But um, <laughs> one of my husband's jobs is on, a, on, the, on that reservation. And um, the ladies come and they, they sell these Apache steak sandwiches. And what it is is they have this traditional bread as... Um, Many cultures have their own traditional 
type of flatbread, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, no, 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 don't cry. Here you go. Um, hold on while I bribe somebody so I can do mm-hmm. finish here. <laughs> here you go. Uh, candy works every time. Okay. So anyway, um, so this particular culture's flatbread is like a tortilla, and then they put it in these um, long. They have like this long racket. That's how, the only way I can describe it. It's like two. Um, steel rackets that they close, they put the tortilla in and then they, they use that long pole to put it into the grill and they burn, mm-hmm. you know, they burn it over the fire and it's so good. It comes out like, um, like in Indian food, like a pita type thing, mm-hmm. like a Greek, like a pita bread. It comes out like that, but mm-hmm. fire roasted. So mm-hmm. I have my, while you have your green peppers on the, your hatch green peppers roasting on the grill, and the grill is on high, like on 400, right? Because mm-hmm. you're, you're preheating the grill, so might as well do something while it's preheating, right? You have the mm-hmm. peppers roasting. You have your tortillas that you... <laughs> you can just go to the store, and you don't have to make your own tortillas. You can, um, in the freezer section, well, you have a I don't small army at home. That's why you can afford to make your tortillas. Yeah. Yeah, I make my own tortillas, but... I hear from my cool friends that you could just go mm-hmm. to Safeway and uh, in the freezer section, they have the tortillas like already all rolled out for you in a circle and they're, they're uncooked. What? Yes. <laughs> and I know. I think it depends um, where you live. Well, yeah. Well, they have them for sure in Arizona. Um, okay. And so that's how my friend does it. She brings it home. She brings that little package home, and then her sons, because she has an army too. Um, her mm-hmm. little sons will just heat them up for her on the on the cast iron um, grill inside. You know, right right as they're doing dinner, you can just bake them on there. So, mm-hmm. since we're cooking outside on the grill, you get you have your tortillas all rolled out, and then you just put those on the grill. Mm-hmm. And I thought, we didn't know what was going to happen. This is our big experiment. We're trying to duplicate the Apache steak sandwich. Um, so I just threw it on there, and I told my husband, it's not going to work. It's going to stick to the grill. I'm going to have this big mess, you know, too, mm-hmm. afterwards. And mm-hmm. it worked. It worked. They, like, start bubbling up. And once it bubbles up, then you just flip it. And then the same thing happens on the other side. And then you have, voila, this grilled tortilla. Hmm. So, the tortillas all grilled, you take those out, you um, wrap them up in like, you know, your kitchen towels or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever to keep them warm. Or you put them in a tortilla warmer, like a normal person, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um, then you put your, your grill is preheated and you're turning the chilies the whole time, right? So all the, four, all the sides can get um, burned. And... Mm-hmm. Um, that's when I put my steak on, once it gets to about 400 degrees. Um, mm-hmm. So the steak, I pick like a nice one inch to one and a half, depends, you know, how rich we're feeling. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> marinate that overnight in, um, we like to do soy sauce and minced garlic. Mm-hmm. So we let that, let that go overnight. And then I put the steak, steak? on there. Oh, yeah, and, I guess. Oh, it's okay. so good. It's so good. Well, if I use that kind of steak, if I go the other extreme and use like extremely thin steak, then mm-hmm. I don't marinate that because, I mean, there's nothing there. You know, I just, 
mm-hmm. uh, put garlic salt, the kind that has like parsley in it, a parsley garlic salt. I just mm-hmm. cover both sides with that and um, throw that on the grill really quick because like the really thin cheap one's going to get, it's going to become like cardboard if you overcook it. Mm. So that one will be quick, okay. like a minute on each side or a min- you know, two minutes, whatever, real quick. And um, just to get the marks on there, you know. And then, but mm-hmm. the thick one, you put it on there between four to six minutes on each side. Mm-hmm. And um, we like ours like medium. So the way I know that it's done is like um, if you follow, um, you know, open your hand wide and follow to the base of the, your thumb um, on your palm, like that little piece of meat there. Mm-hmm. Um, when you press down on it, and you know how like it bounces back. That's yeah. that's how we like it, that, but that's how I prefer it, like a nice medium, and you know it's still pink and all that, and um, mm. and so obviously like the harder, the less it bounces back, and the harder it gets, the more well done it is, you know. Or that's you for the Google thicker shape. For the thick one, yeah. Sure. If, you, okay. if you touch the thin one, you're gonna burn yourself on the grill, you know, because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just gonna go through. But anyway, uh, that's for the thicker steak, and um. Or you could just, go, you know, have a thermometer and Google the correct temperature, you know. <laughs> I guess you could do it that way. But that's something that's I would probably do because I'm just so scared of messing up meat because it's pricey. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're an engineer, you would, you know. You'd be having, you know. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but, yeah, that's how I do it. And then, you know, worst case scenario, it's not done and you put it back. But that, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So you have your your steaks done, your tortillas are um, your grilled tortillas are on the side, you know, ready, and um, you slice the steak really thin and put that in their tortilla with some cilantro. Well, no, they don't. They just do it plain. So if you want it like they do on the reservation, it'll just be the steak and uh, mm-hmm. that long. So that green chili, I forgot to tell you what to do with it. Once you take it off the grill and it's all blackened on all sides. Um, you immediately put it in a paper bag and roll it tight, you know, shut it tight. Mm-hmm. And then um, you're gonna, it's going to fill up with steam, right? So you let it steam for mm-hmm. a little while. And mm-hmm. so that steaming a lot makes it so that the, that blackened part of the skin separates from the skin on its own pretty easily now. Mm-hmm. And so then, you know, after a little while that you let them sit there for a good, you know, I don't know, 10 minutes or something, 15, probably while you're cooking the steak. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Then you open it and carefully you can take off um, with your hands. You can peel back all the burned part and then you just have Mm -hmm. the top of the skin and then you just have the fresh meat of the the pepper. And then um, you can cut off the end so that way you can take out the seeds and then, or you could eat it like that with the seeds. I don't know, whatever you like. Um, Okay. But so you have your tortilla, your grilled st- tortilla, and your steak, and um, your pepper, and that's it. And so that's an Apache steak sandwich. And it's so good. So grilled good. tortilla, steak, and pepper. And you don't add any kind of sauce or anything um, like that? You can, yeah, whatever you want. You could do like a – I like to do like guacamole. And you have a recipe on the blog for that, right? For your how you make it. My guacamole, I do because I was starting to post recipes a long, long time ago, and then I quit. <laughs> but that's one of the mm-hmm. ones that should be on there, yeah. Yeah. So 
a guacamole on the side or whatever. I was just telling you how they do it traditionally. It's plain, you know. But um, you can mm-hmm. do anything. You could do like a you know whatever. Uh, a nice like uh, since it's so hot, maybe you could do like a a sour cream type of dip yeah. thing, you know. And then like cilantro and Ooh, um, nice. like picadillo, you know, a, a pico de gallo. Yeah. Oh, yes, you may have more. Hold on. So that's my So what do you typically tip? put in pico de gallo? That would be tomato, um, onion, cilantro, jalapeno. What else? A little bit of lime and mm-hmm. uh, garlic, garlic powder. And, mm-hmm. um, salt and pepper? That's it, huh? Oh, I use the garlic salt, so then I don't need salt. But oh, if you okay. don't use garlic salt and you only use garlic powder, then yes. Um, salt mm-hmm. and pepper. And I never have put pepper in it, but that can only make it better. Mm. And so my husband swears that when I use the the food processor to make the pico de gallo, that it's not the same. It doesn't. He so likes I don't it know. manually diced. Yes, he likes to. See, I think his love language is watching me work. So <laughs> if I cut everything else, he feels <laughs> more love. I think it is. And, That's oh, so funny. poor man, because I'm, like, lazy. Like, I don't, I don't want to work that much. You have five kids. <laughs> Why not? But every time I have one, I'm like, yes, I have a bigger excuse now, you know? And, but, um, I mean, That's you know, so you for regular people, you can put all the ingredients in a in your food processor and then, voila. <laughs> And it's done, and it tastes just as good. <laughs> I like how you don't but, think um, you're regular. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. Like, you, you know, my husband has all these grand ideas, like grill the tortillas instead of, like, do them the normal people way. Like, instead of normal people would buy a package and then heat them up, right? Uh-huh. We're special. <laughs> but, um, mm. yeah, so that was my tip. I think my biggest tip was use your grill, like, I mm. wanted to name the show. I wanted to pick on you and name this today's show like "Man Up, Mama," and like <laughs> I want moms to be to like not be afraid to use their grill because it's it really you think it's harder because it's a whole big scary thing, but um, mm-hmm. it makes life so much easier. It's like one, two, three. You put the stuff on there, you take it off, and it, it just psychologically, I think the cleanup is faster and. I don't heat up the house. That's why I like it in the summer. You were asking me, like, oh, how can you grill in the summer? Um, yeah. Like, be out there in the heat. But really, like, then you don't heat up the house. And, uh, yeah, that's yours. Um, I don't know. I like using the grill. So that was my biggest tip, I think, was use your grill. So it's your turn. Oh, I thought you had more recipes. Well, I do, but I talked a lot, so then I think I'll take up the whole time. Do you want to go next? Oh, I have no problem with that. (laughs) I know. People are going to boycott us. Okay, so since we wanted a theme of... You can have one. Hold on. I'll make it. Since we were talking about hatch peppers, um, Mm -hmm. then I thought, um, well, then let's make chile rellenos, right? Because stuffed peppers. Yeah, like you can't let the Hatch New Mexico season go by without making chile relleno. 
Um, so you already grilled them inside or outside, or you had the store do it for you. They sell them already mm-hmm. roasted, too, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll make it for you. Hold on. Um, and they're all peeled, and you have them ready to go that way. Mm-hmm. And you, under the running water, you, you know, cut them, cut them, cut a little slit in them, like cut off the top so you can take out the seeds, and then, wait, no, I leave the top on for this. Make a little slit in them, and you can take out as much seeds as you can, and um, set them aside, like like slit all of them, right? Um, and then you pick a cheese that you like. So, um, oh, my baby's being so loud. I'm sorry. Yeah, Mama. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. I can still hear what you're saying. Okay, <laughs> I think good. most moms uh, are used to tuning out the crying and whining. Yeah. <laughs> if there's a mom of one, I'm going to feel so bad for her. She's not going to want more. <laughs> but, um, and that's usually how I'm cooking, too. That's why I don't have, like, like the things that I do on my own. Mm-hmm. I don't have, like, precise recipes because there's a billion kids running around, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I don't have time. Whenever I use a recipe that has, like, measurements, I make the girls measure it out. And then I just show <laughs> up and do the magic. <laughs> anyway, so you pick a good um, cheese that you just, a good cheese just means the kind of cheese you like, what kind of taste you want, you know? So mm-hmm. I like the Munster cheese. Oh, I love Munster. Me too, but I think, you know, my husband says it's a Mexican thing because he's like, there's no flavor in Munster. And I'm like, well, it's salty it's the and smooth. And it's like the no flavor of American, of like mozzarella, right? Like people get yeah, it. Well, people, you want to, I know. So I love <laughs> Munster cheese in mine. You cut like long, maybe quarter inch mm-hmm. cubes, long cubes. Mm-hmm. And um, you make a little slit in your chile. And if you mess up and you make a long slit or you completely like slit it open and it falls apart, then mm-hmm. don't panic. You could just put your cheese in there, like from the top to the bottom, and then you mm-hmm. can close it back up with um, um, toothpicks. Yeah, just put toothpicks through it. Like two just or remember to take them out. Yeah, yes. <laughs> don't, don't eat the toothpicks. So then after that, you... Um, and for my husband, I make him with extra sharp cheese. So he likes that. Mm. Um, yeah. And um, then you have... The next part is you have you have to do your egg mixture, and um, mm-hmm. you have to whip your eggs like an itch, egg whites to stiff peaks. And um, I remember one time you were asking me like how many eggs I use, right? And so I started mm-hmm. paying attention, and um, mm-hmm. I think that I use like the amount of chiles that I'm going to use. So if I'm making a dozen, then I mm-hmm. use a dozen eggs plus one. I always do like plus okay. one. To how many peppers mm-hmm. I'm making, and that seems okay. to be enough. And I always have just a little bit left over. So mm-hmm. um, you can. My grandma used to use like a whisk and would beat the egg whites. Like she made the best mm-hmm. chilenos ever, but she would beat them for an eternity, and it was like a labor of love. So when mm-hmm. I started making them, I was like, I'm not gonna do that. So my yeah. alternative was, I was like. Danny, like my middle child, <laughs> and I was like, I have a special job for you. You're gonna be the, per- you know, the professional egg whisker, <laughs> and she can do it by hand for like half an hour to oh, get like a stiff peaks. 
I know For she's kids. so good. And then one time I was like, why don't we just use a hand mixer? Like, mm-hmm. that was dumb, right? So that's what we do, <laughs> just use a hand mixer. And as long as the eggs, you let them sit out a little bit first so they're not, like, cold, cold from the fridge. Um, mm-hmm. And then you make sure the bowl is really clean, not polluted with any, you know, like, maybe a little bit of oil got in there, a little flour, nothing. Like, it has mm-hmm. to be really clean and really dry. And that's it. You use your hand mixer and... Um, you'll know when they're ready because, like, when you pull, pull some up with a hand mixer, um, mm-hmm. they won't fall. Like, they'll stick to there and they mm-hmm. won't fall. So at that point, I had, where I had separated the eggs, I have the yolks in another bowl, and I, like, just fold them in. I gently fold mm-hmm. them in so that mm-hmm. it all gets yellow, but it, you don't lose all the stiffness, you know? Okay. Mm-hmm. And that way you don't waste the yellow. So are the yolks beat? I mean, like, they're popped, right? But are they mixed a little? No, no, they were just in, in another separate bowl. And I folded them oh. in with the, with the mixer. So I actually do mix them in. Oh, okay. But, I, but very gently. Put them in very gently and mix them mm-hmm. in. Very slowly. And just don't, very slowly and very little because you want to keep okay. all the stiffness going. Okay. Okay. So in another bowl or shallow plate, you know, shallow bowl, you have your mm-hmm. flour there. You have, like, just put in a bunch of flour because you're going to bread. It's like breading, but the mm-hmm. opposite of breading. Like, usually, right. like, for breading, you would do the egg. You put your, whatever you're breading, you put it in egg, and then you put it in a seasoned flour. And right. I just season the flour with salt and pepper. Well, this, the whole trick is you do it opposite. You mm-hmm. um, take your um, pepper and you... Cover it in the flour, just a little bit, just lightly. It's just like glue. And then you dip it in the, with one hand, you, dip, you, know, you bathe it in the egg, mm-hmm. in the egg mixture. And then mm-hmm. you use the fork to like cover it. You make sure it's all fully covered. And it's beautiful. It's like this big, mm-hmm. puffy, meringue-looking thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you carefully transfer that over to a pan that has, Olive oil. I use olive oil. That's like the difference. My grandma used, mm-hmm. I don't know what she used, but the olive Probably oil gives it like vegetable oil? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. So the olive oil is not only better for you, but it has this really good flavor mm-hmm. with like the smokiness of the chile and the, ah, uh, the egg is just so good. So good. Yeah. So you, you got the oil going and it's hot and you know, you could test it by, like, dropping a little bit of the egg mixture in there and see if, you know, it sizzles. And so when it's hot enough, you just put the egg gently in there because it's going to splash if you don't do it gently. And then I take my spatula and I take some of the oil and, like, cover it, you know, like, bathe the top part of it. Mm-hmm. And then just so that all the egg doesn't run off to the, you know, run off of the top. You want to keep the egg on the top like a meringue type thing. And mm-hmm. then after a few seconds, um, you gently turn it, flip the egg over, and then it just takes a few seconds. You'll know because um, all the egg will be like a really beautiful like omelet, like golden mm. omelet. And then you gently take it out and put it on on um, paper towels because this is this whole thing is like a lot of oil, you know. And yeah. You let it sit on the paper towels, so a lot of the oil can just get out of it and then you keep doing them one by one and Mm -hmm. 
They are so good. And what do you do? Do you do a sauce with them or anything like that? Yes. Yeah, so you have your grill on and you have the green chilies going on the grill. You can put like tomatoes on there just to get like a little bit of a, get the smokiness to come out, maybe an onion, you know. And then you bring Mm -hmm. all that in and you put that in the food processor with Mm -hmm. like maybe one jalapeno or maybe with some of the same green chilies, whatever, whatever kind of Mm -hmm. pepper you want to make your sauce with. And like we said, and then you make a sauce uh, with lots of tomato, usually a good tomato-based sauce. It's really good over this, like a finer sauce. So you yeah. can serve them. My grandma always did like white rice, like you like white rice on the plate, and then the chile on top, you know, the stuffed pepper on top, and then a red sauce on top of that. Oh, mm-hmm. that's so good. That's good. <laughs> and then you can serve it with beans, and then you got the whole thing, and you're like a superhero. But um, so yeah, going back to my husband's love language. If I make that, I'm golden. Like, I can ask for, like, a new computer or, like, <laughs> whatever. I, because he sees, like, it's not really hard work, but, but it's, it's a lot like of steps. A, when you, you can juice it, ladies. Just because it's a lot of steps, like, you <laughs> can totally be, like, oh, I love you so much. I'm going to make chile rellenos. And, like, he's in awe that I do this. Like, he thinks, <laughs> I don't know. So he gets them every time for his birthday, every time for our anniversary, oh, maybe just whenever it's a special time I make them. Or like <laughs> if, you know, you have ups and downs, so cool. you know, if you're going through a lull in your marriage. Yeah. And then make sure he sees some of the process or you leave some of the stuff mm-hmm. out and you look like extra tired. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you'll get anything like you need more homeschool curriculum. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're close to the end of our show. We got about three minutes left. Let me give a quick recipe for making your own beans to complete all the delicious food that Claudia just talked about. Um, So I use my crock pot. I know you said you use your pressure cooker. Um, Mm -hmm. I just kind of like to do things a little bit ahead of time and piece by piece so I don't feel like I'm in the kitchen for two hours straight and beans is one of those easy things where you feel like you're halfway done and it just took 10 minutes to do either in the morning or at lunchtime so um, I'll take I usually do about three cups of pinto beans just because I want to get a good amount done and you can always freeze it Um <laughs> And so for every cup of pinto beans, you want to have a tablespoon of butter and around two cloves of garlic. You don't have to dice it up, just whole cloves without the skin is fine. And about three pinches of salt. So by pinch, you could cup your hand and put a little pile there. If you want an exact measurement, I would say it probably equates to about... Two, table, two teaspoons or maybe even two and a half teaspoons of salt. Um, actually, more like two teaspoons probably. And so what you want to do is you take your beans. Whenever you buy them at the store, if they have them in the bin, that's better because they're fresher. The ones in the bag get old. So you want to wash them, and you want to boil water in a pot. Put the boiled water in the crock pot. 
just until you have maybe an inch, inch and a half space from the top of the pot. Add your washed beans in there and all the other ingredients I talked about. If you want it to cook for eight hours, you turn it on low. If you want it to cook for about four hours, you turn it on high. And it'll be ready. And that's it. And we're mm-hmm. at the end of our show. So now you have Yay. a complete ethnic recipe, Mexican-ish slash Native American. And I hope that was helpful. That sounds delicious. I want to try the Apache steak sandwiches. So. But yes, um, I'll call thank you, you so much, Claudia. You made me hungry. Thank you. (laughs) That was fun. All right. And you listeners, please let us know what kind of shows you're interested in and you like. Um, Our Block Talk Radio is telling us we have which shows seem to be listened to, which shows people don't seem to complete. complete. We know you're busy, Mom, so our feelings aren't hurt if a show's only halfway listened to because we know there's more than one reason why a show might be abandoned, but... We would love to know what kind of shows you prefer so we can make sure you hear the whole show, that it's something of interest to you. Anything else you want to add, Claudia? No, just please, please, if somebody would give us a review on iTunes, that would be yeah. really helpful because it helps you to get noticed. Yeah. It helps like other people to be able to see our show. So I know yeah. it's time, it takes time, but it would really, if you want to help us out, that would help a lot. Oh, okay. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.